0: White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post game show presented by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm Johnny Nani, joined by Sox Insane uh, on this Wednesday afternoon. Besdick, how you doing, my friend? Well, as usual,
1: I'd be doing better with the Sox win, but uh, what we saw out there today was pretty rough. But I guess I've got the rest of my night to. Um do something else with the socks
0: out of the way <laughs> right yeah. so, so I saw you sipping a little uh Modelo a little, little bit of misery beers I, I see that uh you know that's gonna have to come into play um a little bit here I think I'm, I'm gonna have to uh, get to that um in a little bit here to drown some of the sorrows because when I first go and look at this game obviously White Sox dropped the series here that's frustrating they haven't won one all year but you go and look at the way in which they lost the series finale three to one against the Minnesota twins today and the circumstances surrounding the team right now, it feels a lot like a 2022 loss. And that was something that we wanted to leave in the rear view and readjust and have different vibes. And it felt a little different for the first couple of weeks, but then the end results are getting us there. And then you have a loss like today and it really piles on and makes me go back to that kind of dread. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I
1: hear you. It's uh, it looked like a review of last year. I mean, we're gonna have these road bumps where these guys are not in the lineup. We got three big bats missing, and Tim Yon, and Eloy, and usually someone has to step up and fill that void. But instead, a circus breaks out, and uh, and that's what we saw today, and that's what we saw a lot last year.
0: Right, and you know the the issues that we're talking about here are gaffs in the field that are, are leading to runs against, and then to pile on top of that, you know, compounding your issues is an offense that was scorching hot to begin the season. They left their bats in Pittsburgh, apparently. And they left them there from that Saturday night. Cause they couldn't score in the last game of that series either. And then they bring them up here and sure they did win the, the series opener, but you're only scoring four runs there, uh, three runs in the loss on Tuesday night. And then just one on a late, you know, la- uh, last minute kind of hashtag fake rally, home run here so that's really what, what's kind of getting at me because I felt a little bit different when they were at least scoring runs and it's like okay well sure you still got to put all facets of the game together but now um I, I guess sure you could kind of point to okay well I didn't have that facet of the game there I know like you mentioned the guys that are out here but uh it, it's it's frustrating when you can't push cross runs then we're gonna have to go and break down every single missed opportunity here
1: yeah. I mean, when you're four through nine hitters go three for 22 with a single, a double and a solo homer, that's not going to get it done. That's more than half of the lineup. Uh, none of our backups have stepped up to really produce and fill in any of these voids. Um, you know, you've got uh, you've got your whole bench out there pretty much. So uh, those guys need to be stepping up and they're not. I mean, I don't I, there's no excuse for going three for 22. There's no excuse for some of these at-bats are just horrendous where they're swinging early in the count, not driving up the other starters pitch count. They're getting through these innings way too easily, letting them off the hook, swinging at bad pitches out of the zone. And that's why your offense is stagnant. And on top of that, this is a team that's not going to hit many home runs with the way the lineup is constructed. Even if everybody's healthy, um, it's still not the most powerful lineup that you'll see. So, it's a big problem. Uh, situational hitting has become a big problem. We keep stranding runners and letting people off the hook.
0: Right. And I think, you know, when I talked about these missed opportunities and you, you've summed it up perfectly and kind of like the, you know, what you're got, what you got from what four through nine, um, as you outlined and also in your recap over at on tips, go and check that out if you haven't. Um, but I kind of keep tabs of these throughout the game because the, they're such, you know, it feels like we, have had so many struggles with these that each one has to be converted on. So I go and look at first, third, fifth, seventh, eighth, ninth, all scenarios in which you had a runner, at least on base. And, you know, as some of these come in early in the game, you need to get down on yourself. Like, Oh, this might be over like early. However, when you go and see, you know, runners on was at first and third to uh, in the first mm-hmm. inning, you're not able to convert on that. Um, that gets frustrating on the third inning. Um, uh, you know, it was first and second in the first, first and third in the third, another one where sheets, isn't able to come through there. That one really stings because earlier in the series, we saw someone Hans Alberto, make a right. gaffe in the field, but make up for it by coming through in a big spot. Gavin sheets is not able to do that today. And I think that's where a lot of frustration is going to be directed at.
1: Yeah. He didn't really get
0: it done at the plate.
1: His at bats are, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of leniency because I've seen him have better swings and take more pitches than uh, some of the other guys in the lineup. But uh, today was uh, was not really one of those days. And then uh, the uh, I don't even know what to call it. Little league shit. I think Tony likes to call it. Little
0: league bullshit, yeah.
1: Little league bullshit where he gets, I don't know, he lost the ball in the sun. I don't know. I didn't see any of the post game to see if they interviewed him and asked him what happened there. But he might maybe loses the ball in the sun, gets turned around, ends up falling, gives up the triple. And then, you know, Vaughn kind of bobbles the throw and there's no, um, there's no throw to the plate for any chance of cutting down that first runner. Somehow Lucas Giolito got charged with an earned run there. I don't know why. Right. Um. But, um. but yeah, uh, rough day, rough day for Mr. Sheets. Sorry, Tony.
0: Yeah, uh, I just wanted to bring that up in kind of like the comparison, too, because Hanser Alberto's had his share of errors, too, here, and it's not that those should go excused, but it makes you, you know, it makes your, like, plus minus feel a little different, right? Um, right? Like you had outlined on Monday's show when we talked about him making up for his gap, but uh tough day for Sheets, and like you said, the, the earned run there, they gave a triple to, was it Jeffers there? Yeah. on That ball that went out to Sheets, and he I, he straight up fell down. So, like, I, I get it. I don't know it, how an error. It happens sometimes, but you right. You guys should probably rule that an error. Um, at the very least, maybe a single in the advancement on errors. That's right. Where I would like rule if you are gonna give them the credit for hitting the ball, because I know scores have been soft. That's something that I've been kind of tough on it's like sorry give these guys give these pitchers a little bit of leeway here uh, when their fielders make a blatant mistake like that but um that's kind of where it started and snowballed um you know it actually kind of held um for the most part early on in this part of the game but the white Sox weren't able to convert on their opportunities like i mentioned uh with, with guys on base in the fifth seventh eighth there and then the twins get into our bullpen And Aaron Bummer, and it was Gregory Santos combining in the eighth um, to allow a couple of runs, both charged to Bummer, but Santos to give up the hit to get the second one across. And that one felt like the dagger, and it was, because the White Sox, all they could muster was a fake rally here. Um, (laughs) And even in the ninth, you talk about missed opportunities, man. You get the leadoff guy on. Yes, it's a single. And then Hanser Alberto grounds into a double play. I get it. You, you do have a tough pitcher on the mound, but we've shown that we were able to get to him a little bit. And if we could have a couple guys on there, then maybe you're actually giving yourself a legitimate chance. After that is when Lenny and Sosa, it's the home run here. And Besnick, I hate to be so pessimistic about this, but I am not excited one iota about that. Some people are saying this can, you know, help. You know, if he's going to be in the lab, this can help boost his confidence and, you know, push him forward. Last year, if you recall, in the first game after Tim Anderson was out, plenty Sosa came in and hit a home run. His first MLB home run. And after that, he performed so poorly that we needed to pick up Elvis Andrews and right. uh, you know get him in there and have him go on a miracle run. So I hope it does boost the kid's confidence. But once again, I'm not going to get my hopes up.
1: <laughs> no,
0: I mean, it's uh, I, I, it's hard to get your hopes up. I
1: mean, before that, he was 0-3 with a strikeout. Um, awesome to get a home run off of such a tough closer. Uh, we've uh, we've put Andrew Vaughn's home run against uh, Aroldis Chapman a couple years ago. That one went into the Hall of Fame of White Sox prospect big hits. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to see that happen again. And, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't inspire a lot of hope. Um, sure, it's great. But, again, that whole section of the lineup from four through nine didn't get it done. That's that's just one hit. And, you know, Savala's double, I believe, came with um, two outs and he advanced on a wild pitch to third. And there's two outs. But, you know, that's when you've got to come through in those situations. This team just doesn't have that clutch gene. Um, We haven't seen it except for Hanser Alberto's three run a couple days ago.
0: Right. And I got a text today after that happened and it it made me kind of think of a question. There you go. Crack him. Need that. Elvis Andrews, we knew that he wasn't going to be the same level of what he was at the plate when he came over last year. Everybody expected that. There was no qualms about that. However, we thought he's a veteran guy. He should be able to step up in a few situations. A, it took him forever to get that hit number 2000 this season. So he's off to it. That tells you how cold of a start he was off to. And since then, it feels like he's an automatic out. Thoughts on that? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, we, like you said, we expected a regression from him. He played out of his mind last year when he came over to the White Sox when they picked him up off of waivers from Oakland. But it, it's uh, it doesn't inspire any confidence, and he's he's booted a couple balls in the field too, A um, couple that he hasn't really fielded cleanly. I know he made an error the other day. Um, so when you aren't doing at least that, you start to question the uh, the player's value. Um, but again, you've got. Um, you've got Lennon Sosa behind him, and you know we're, we we uh, we already said we're not too confident in him. So um, these guys just just uh, you know again, this feels a lot like last year. We're saying these things ad nauseum. These guys have to step up. These guys have to uh, wake up the bats and and get some offense going because this pitching staff has done pretty well over the last you know stretch of four games.
0: Right a couple of points on that, just building off what you just said there with the bats. Um, we're hoping to see you know little injury tiny updates um that the hope is that Eloy and Yoan could possibly return this weekend. Um I think Yoan will go day to day starting with the game Friday against Baltimore. So we'll see where that leaves him. But Eloy's first day that he could come back is Friday, so I am really just fingers crossed right now. That, that happens and we get into our ballpark. That should be a launching pad. We obviously saw what it can be for the Giants. Um, should be for us. I'm hoping those bats get back in there and are able to blast the ball out of the ballpark. We're going to wrap up offense here and switch over to pitching, since you mentioned that. And we need to give kudos to Lucas Giolito. Huge bounce back from his rough start in Pittsburgh. Gave up a career high 12 hits in that one. He goes six today, five hits, one run, one earned run, shouldn't have even been an earned run on him. Two walks, seven strikeouts. He looked dynamite and even battled through some adversity in the middle there. Yeah,
1: those first two innings he cruised right through. I think he struck out five in the first two, struck out the side in the first, ran into some trouble in the third and the fourth where he loaded the bases. But, you know, a part of that was, you know, Gavin Sheets's error and uh, Andrew Vaughn bottling the ball on the, on the following play to uh, not have a chance to get the runner at home, but Lucas looked good. I mean, when you have, when four out of your six innings are, you you know, you cruise through and a couple, you got into a little trouble, but you pitched over. I mean, you got to tip your hat to him. We have a lot of fun with Giolito and, uh, and like to tease him a little bit on uh, on Twitter.com, but, kudos to him today. He, uh, he got the job done and it was pretty cool to see him go back out there in the sixth. You know, he went out there with 90 pitches. I thought his day was going to be done after the fifth, but he went out there and, uh, and finished the inning got the job done with 108 pitches. You love to see that.
0: Right. Yeah. And that wasn't where adversity, crept. like you said, it was in those other innings and you know, the scary <laughs> situation um, with farmer uh, getting struck in the face right. with the pitch. That was a scary spot. That's hard to come back and calm down afterward, but he only gave up one run in that inning. And like I said, that was, you know, Gavin Sheets' fault. But let's put it where it is, the blame there. What I really like from Gio today, though, able to ramp it up to 96 at a couple moments, and then the location, 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 location was excellent, especially in those first two innings when you're talking about him being able to wipe out hitters and just cruise through those innings with the slider. He was painting. He was able to get the fastball where he wanted on a two-strike count, and we've seen that not be the case in the past and he's d- dependent on the change up uh, and it would become too predictable so I really liked seeing the mix up there Um obviously made market improvements from his outing last time in Pittsburgh so Big time. Um, that, that was a positive here like we once again feels like 2022 got to put it all together here because so we'd have stretches where you know bats would go hot pitching would be rough and we've already seen it early on uh, vice versa um, this far in the campaign but we got to move on. Um, unfortunately, White Sox dropped five and eight, three and a half back. Um, yet to win a series, they'll look to change that this weekend when the Baltimore Orioles come to town. It's not an easy task by any means. Um, I remember the Orioles coming and sweep us in four, or at least took three out of four when they came to the South Side last year. Um, but we're we're gonna be going uh, Mike Clevenger versus Tyler Wells Friday night. Um, Saturday will be Michael Kopech and Kyle Gibson and Dylan Cease, Grayson Rodriguez for Sunday. Well, I have a little bit of hope here. Those returns possibly being imminent, like I mentioned, with Eloy and Yohan. And the White Sox are 5-0 and in Cease and Clevenger starts this year. I,
1: I was going to bring up that stat. All five wins have come in Cease and Clevenger starts, and they're both going in this series. So we are primed to uh, hopefully win our first series of the year here um, when the Orioles come to town. Young team, they play hard. Like you said, we saw it last year, the way they – kind of snuck up on everybody. Nobody expected them to be as good as they were six and six right now, currently down through nothing to Oakland. I'm sorry, they're six and five <laughs> already uh, down through nothing to Oakland. Um, but, but yeah, we're, we're back at home. You love to see that we've played, uh, 13 games and 10 of them have been on the road. So it's good to see the boys back in town. And, um, you know, a little bit of some positive vibes and maybe coming our way based on the pitching matchups and some of the bats returning to the lineup. Um, so it'll be uh, it'll be nice.
0: Some some home cooking I think is much needed here. Um, they have the off day too, and I like about. The, and this was funny because I did kind of rag it at the time. Steve Stone at the very end of the broadcast, right before they cut to the post game show, said uh, the White Sox will get a much needed off day on Thursday before returning home for the weekend series. And I said, it's two weeks in the season. We're talking about much needed off days already. Man, that was a, that was a thing that we were saying in like, you know what, like June, July, like last year when they weren't able to pull it together and had a rough stretch. Um, unfortunately, that's just where we're at right now. But I do like this. And I will say, because too far too often, I've seen them come home directly after a road trip, have to play the next day. And their adjustment day, you could tell with their families and the routine and everything took place on the day of that game and they weren't ready to go on that very first game home. So I do agree with Steve in that regard that there is a much needed off day in between, get your shit together. You're going to be at least home for what we got six days here with the Phillies coming in after the Orioles. So that at least does give me a little bit uh, more hope. And Hey, we'll have some of the boys out, uh, some of the odd depth guys out at the games uh, this weekend, you know, Saturday, uh, I'll be a busy one out there. And then uh, Sunday, uh, a few stragglers will be hanging around too. you going to, you're going to be able to get out there. Uh, I might
1: be able to get out there on Saturday. A Saturday game, day game is like prime opportunity with my schedule. So high likelihood that I'm there in lot B
0: with you guys having some beers. Yeah. I'm looking for, and there's a cool giveaway. I do like that 1993 American league West champion. That's that's a cool giveaway for Saturday. That, that kind of crew neck. Yeah.
1: B- yeah. Big time kind of old school throwback 93. Um, you know, obviously, great year. Won the won the AL West was the AL West back then for some of our younger listeners, and uh, nine-year-old me was actually at the clincher when Bo Jackson hit the uh, the home run in that game against Seattle where they clinched. So hopefully that brings some more positive vibes because uh, we absolutely
0: need them. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I'm feeling, too. And, you know, when Baltimore came in last year, I'm just thinking about this because I was at one of those games too, like the Saturday game of that series. And it got it got ugly because they had already lost Thursday, Friday of that series as a four game around the weekend. And the vibes were just bad. It was like mid-June there, but a little bit earlier in here. Orioles aren't on as much of a tear. And I think people know a little bit more about them, too. They aren't just coming up from the dead. Uh, the baseball dad, I guess you could say, that's where right. they ascended from last year. Uh, so you feel like you take it a little bit more seriously. And, you know, some may just call him fourth starter, but I like what Mike Clevenger has brought to the mound so far this year, man. He wants the ball. He wants to be out there. And he has electric movement. So if he can locate alongside that, he gives you a good chance. And it's not a coincidence that they have won every start that he's been out there. Dil cease has been out there
1: completely agree I mean he has been our second best starter thus far after cease um you know some better outings here from Lance and and Lucas so hopefully they're coming around but he's uh he's been on he's gotten the job done and like you said five and0 um or two and0 in his starts so I feel pretty good about you know going in there after a day off and and hopefully uh Clevenger just shoves um because we're gonna need it <laughs> We're going to need it. Uh, The situational hitting has just been poor. And if we're not going to score runs, it's not going to matter. So uh, hopefully he can shut it down.
0: Right. And we're also, we're hope, while we're hoping for these returns of Eloy Jimenez and Johan Moncada, it's not guaranteed. It's not set in stone because Friday is just the first day that Eloy would be eligible to return. And that doesn't line up with their initial timeline when they said two to three weeks. Now I know he's been taking some batting practice and he's looked better. And Grafol said, it's, you know, getting there. It's close with him. I really do hope it follows through, but I will also, at the same time, I'm not going to hold my breath to see Eloy back in the lineup on Friday, but hopefully at some point this weekend series. So we'll just have to see how that goes. Uh, Stay tuned. OnTapSports.com and the Sox Tap Twitter account. Uh, We'll have all your updates there. Um, So, but give me give me a couple of final thoughts as as we head into the weekend here. Um, anything from this past series. Looking forward, um, maybe a little perspective on where we're at right now. We're five and eight.
1: It's not looking great for these guys right now. Um, oh, we're three and a half games behind the Twins. Um, but it's a new day. We've got a little bit of a home stand here. Like we said, we need a little bit of home cooking. We need some of these guys. Somebody needs to step up. Whether it's Romy or, uh, or Sebi, Yaz, one of these guys needs to step up because, you know, Luis Robert and Andrew Vaughn can't do it all. So we need some runs there. We need to keep a little bit of perspective because our pitching has been very good. We've seen them play good in spurts. They just don't do multiple things well at the same time. So hopefully they can get into a little bit of a sink and hopefully Pedro Grifol can wake these guys up and get them to start playing harder.
0: Right. I'm hoping for some good vibes back on the south side because it's not I know we got to the point in August where it was sell the team time and we got those signs out and it's I just want to we're not there yet. Let's go to go to the ballpark and enjoy yourself if you're going out there and bring some good vibes. Don't be N.W.I. Steve W. Downer at this point in the season. <laughs> and let's, yeah, because I'm gonna go out there Saturday. I'm gonna enjoy it. and I'm going to have a good time with my friends, regardless with you, with Kins, with, with Tony, with all the guys that are gonna be out there. Go out, have, have have a good time at the ballpark and bring some winning energy there. That's what and, that's what that's what I ask from the fans. And then seriously. On on the just baseball side of things, I think Gavin Sheets. This can be a bit. Sure, he didn't wasn't able to redeem himself in this game today. He's going to get plenty of at bats over the weekend because, like I said, I'm not banking on Eloy and Yoan for sure being back in. So that that leaves a couple of you know need for left handed you know left handed hitter there, especially if Yoan's still out. He was one of the few that smoked the ball out of guaranteed rate field last year with somewhat consistency. Get back on that plane here, and that will help, you know, resurrect some of the vibes, I think, Um, just surrounding him. You can get down on your player, get down on yourself as a player in that regard. And then setting off the fireworks for the home crowd, that'll get people – here and, and in the right frame of mind, so that's who I'm looking for. And I think if he's in the lineup, I'm going to go with him for a Friday pick the click. Uh, we may have to change that around uh, if, if the lineup does not include him. But uh, if you want to go with one of yours too, just an early prediction here for Friday pick the click. I'm going to
1: go with Oscar Colas. We need this guy to step up. He had uh, he had a fir- you know a runner on third with one out and extra innings last night. He couldn't come through. He hit the fly ball, but it wasn't deep enough. Um, He had a two out situation in the first inning where we had uh, second and third with two out and he couldn't come through there. So it's time for Colas to step up. I know he's a rookie. I know he's going to go through some growing pains, but that's just not good enough for me. Uh, I don't care that he's a rookie. If you're in the lineup, you need to produce and uh, the bottom of the order. This team needs something from the bottom of the order. So let's uh, let's go out there, Oscar Colas, and make it happen.
0: All right. Sounds good. Noted. I got sheets. You got Colas for Friday's game. And of course the lineup will probably be something where we have to go <laughs> and scramble and rearrange. So look for the tweet over at Socks on tap. Uh, make sure you're following us there and at on Tap sports on socials, especially go subscribe on YouTube on Tap sports jump in the comment section, share your frustration, share any of your optimism, whatever you got for us, we'll feature it here on the show and we'll discuss it. Um, talk about it. Unfortunately, this one felt like a 2022 white Sox loss today, but we're hoping for better vibes at the homestand. So if you're going out, help bring it to the park. That's all I've got for this edition of Socks on Tap. We thank all of you for tuning in, and we'll see you back for Sunday Funday. Remember, no Friday or Saturday shows this season. So until next time, White Sox forever. White Sox
1: forever.